what's up everybody we are live on the streams if if it's the first time listening welcome you're listening to the air raid attack podcast if it's you've been your um if you're a continuously supporter hey welcome back we're glad to have you on today's show we got clyde the dry drexler hey clyde can i call you drexler (laughs) i don't i I don't mind if clyde drexler don't mind (laughs) Hey, he's he, he, I, well. I better. Yeah, that's true though. Clyde, <laughs> the Diesel Man. Clyde Diesel is with us. Not Drexel. Sorry if you guys are. Uh, I got your little hearts excited. It's not Clyde. Be glad Drexel, even though that'd be kind of cool. But sorry, right? Sorry. <laughs> I cannot dunk on a twelve foot rim like Clyde the Glide. Drexel. Can you shoot like Clyde? Uh, probably not. No. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I got a little, I got a little bit of touch from range, but I am not quite Drexler. Don't feel the pain. I'm not either. I, uh, in order for me to, in order for me to dunk, I have to lower the rim, and uh, and that's that's if I'm lucky. I used to be able to dunk when I was like 22, 23, but not anymore. A good buddy of mine who's the host of the Defining Moments podcast, he calls you Shaq Diesel is your nickname. Shaq Diesel. Oh, Shaq Diesel? Dude, so, when, when I go to Honduras, I'm Shaq. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, people look at like, oh, my God. Do you see the size of this gringo? Check him out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, we got yeah, like a sore thumb. <laughs> I'm sure that you do. Eminem, Eminem would say I stick out like an orange hat with a green bill, or a green bit, a green hat with an orange bill in Honduras, and it's true. Well, first things first, uh, it's football season. Finally, we've got there. We're not going to spend too much time on it, but nonetheless, football is back. The Hall of Fame game, I believe, is tomorrow. Dallas what? and Pittsburgh. I think it's tomorrow. Wow. It used to be on the weekends. Yeah, it's a weird day for it, right? Yeah. I know um, Dave and I were talking about this. Is the class of 2020 that was not um, enshrined, so to speak, because of COVID last year, is that is that class and this class in 21 going to do a com- combination? Are we just going to do strictly 2020 or any idea? Of- yeah, I think uh, the the – the plan is to do 2020 on Saturday and then 2021 on Sunday. Ooh, double the magic. Yeah. So they're doubling down. I guess tomorrow's the game, and then Friday they do the gala and they hand out the uh, the gold jackets and do the the uh, the dinner or whatever. And then Saturday they're going to enshrine. I think there's 20, 20 going in on mm-hmm. Saturday, and then what what is it seven or eight going in on Sunday? Be about right, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a wild ride, man. I I, I cannot wait to see uh, the smiling assassin, Steve Atwater. Oh yes, it feels like redemption as a Bronco fan. That that we we are we are yep. We finally know that our team and and what we were watching was truly greatness. Oh, by far. Yeah. 
but we, we we never really got that confirmation from the from the Hall of Fame before until Saturday, and and it feels like it's about time. Way, way overdue for Steve Atwater. Yeah, way overdue. Speaking of, and kind of what we want to talk about today, and you know, if, if people out there listening, if you get offended easily, this podcast, oh, oh. this podcast show is not for you today. Really. Are we gonna say some stuff? We're gonna say some stuff, homie. What are, what are we saying today? What do you got? What <laughs> do you got? Vaccinations. Vaccinations. Oh, are we going there? Hey, we're going there. Because I got a little bone to pick with the NFL. Okay. I don't think it's cool that coaches, regardless of how much they make, are losing their jobs because they f- they strictly believe in their own rights. Last I checked, Clyde, and I'm not trying to pick a bone with nobody, but it's really frustrated me, is <clears throat> regardless if it's a sport or not, we got coaches being fired, laid off, quitting, because practically the NFL is saying to the players, hey, either get vaccinated, or if you guys are the reason why NFL game is, is canceled, you practically have to pay the other team's money back. And, and they don't even get paid. Yeah, they you don't get paid as a, as a player. Like nobody gets paid. Exactly. Can you imagine if they have to cancel a game? Which is possible. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I hate. I don't think it's possible. I honestly don't think it's possible. It's possible, but I don't see as much as it <clears throat> that we did last year. Rescheduling. I well, they didn't say. cancel anything last year. No, they, they rescheduled. They've been. They, they rescheduled it, mm-hmm. and and it, and it seemed like the Broncos got the short end of the shaft on all of that. Well, I was gonna say, unless you're Denver, you're just you're just gonna play regardless and just hope that your practice squad quarterback can do something. Your your practice squad receiver, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was well. That was that was crappy. We weren't. We probably weren't going to beat New Orleans anyway. So I'm not going to sit there and say. That was a make-or-break game, but let's be honest. It had if the Broncos been in the playoff position, that game could have kicked us out right there. Yeah, that game. I, I don't even I know don't what the one's saying. That was like that such, was a, such a embarrassment. embarrassment. It was horrible. It was it was definitely horrible, but nonetheless, hey, Claude. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. Are, are you hearing an echo? No, uh-uh. Oh, okay. I'm hearing an echo. So I just hope, like, the live stream isn't hearing echoes. Let's find out. I'll, um, anyone, if you're watching the live stream, um, comment in the comment box and let me know if you are hearing echoes. I just text it all out. Hopefully someone gets it. Um, <clears throat> but, um, nonetheless, Clyde... <laughs> I get the NFL's trying to protect their players. I get that the NFL's trying to protect their coaches and so on and so forth. But I, I'm kind of confused, and maybe you can help me out on this one. You're a smart man. What What's up with the bracelets saying practically the bracelets are for the players that's going to be unvaccinated? They got to wear these. I think they're yellow or something like that. But yet, at the same time, coaches don't – if. If the coaches are getting fired left and right because they don't want to do it, I don't know what the bracelets. What's what's the purpose of the bracelets? Uh, 
I don't know, man. I, I it, it's hard for me to even get into that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't know a lot. It's so deep, man. It's so hard. It's oh, so absolutely. Weird. And uh, I know Rico uh, Dennison. He got he got fired right from the Vikings. Yep. Because he refused to get the vaccine, so they just fired him. That's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one for me to So, Lee, where do you even start with this? It's a touchy subject because a lot of people. Yeah, it is. And that and it's. And it's a lot of people will sit there and say, are you sure you want to talk about this? Because now you, you could potentially lose your job. Um, of course, you know, someone may find you offensive, put a death threat on you or your family, what have you. But um, I just... It's uh, so weird. I, I, I had a... I, I went on, I went on, on Twitter... Twitter. And and most everybody on Twitter is like really sweet, and they let you like tell you, you know, like work your thoughts out, and you know, like you know, you know, go deep. But if you say anything about not getting vaccines or saying like, hey, look, why don't we work on, you know, being hydrated, try taking the best care of yourself, not not being overweight, trying to lose weight, you know. Um, uh, go outside, get vitamin D, do the things that have shown over the last year and a half that can be not just preventative, but mitigate some of the, the, the lethal effects of, of, of COVID and all of those things. And when you say that, they, they and, and say, like, look, I don't want to get vaccinated, but I'm trying to do these other things to mitigate the effects of COVID, mm-hmm. that you are stupid that you're selfish. Uh, what what other words? I, I got into this fight. It literally made me want to cry, dude. I, I, I they attacked me, and I, I and it was coming from every direction because I said uh, maybe maybe you know if you weren't so fat, you would be better off. Like well. And I'm not the, the I'm not the picture of of uh, in shape. I'm I'm not on the cover of but, Men's Fitness magazine. Right? right, same here. But right, Men's Health isn't calling me to get to get the centerfold going on, and I get that. But there are things that you can point to and say, look, that is a comorbidity factor, and there's not very many NFL players that would fall into that high risk category. Maybe there are. And and if they are, then by all means you should probably get vaccinated. Yep. But if you're like Cole Beasley, look, Cole Beasley does not fall into the high risk category, right? Let's be honest. What 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 would you say his body fat is? Two percent maybe? Three at best? Uh it's definitely single digits. Yeah. Oh by far, absolutely. Look, and he's what 28, 29? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, over 20. He, he, he has more look, and, and and there are studies that show that the younger you are, the more that the, the vaccine will affect you. Mm-hmm. Adversely affect you. The older you are, it seems to it's like 
my grandma and my dad and my and my mom they they got a little bit sick, but my cousin who was twenty eight got really sick from the vaccine. But my mom was sixty five. She had a little bit of like she kind of felt a little bit. So, look, it feels to me that if Cole Beasley got COVID, he's probably not going to get very sick. And he would he would probably – and they test every day, right? So he's, mm-hmm. walking, he's going in, into, the, into the, the facility. He's getting tested. If he walks into the facility positive for COVID – He's going to walk right back out the facility and he's going to go home for what, a week or 10 days negative three times in a row. Some weird protocol. He's not going to get, he's not going to die. He's going to have more adverse reaction to the the vaccine than the actual COVID. Chances are so why 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 does he need to take that chance? Why does he need to get sick to not get sick? It just, it just doesn't. And and here's another thing. What? How is this different than 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 uh, Roe versus Wade? How is this different? So these people that that are are telling you like, oh, you have to get, and you're selfish if you don't get it, and you're the reason why all these people are dying, and all this Mm -hmm. and that and this. Look, those people are the people who are pro-choice. Yep. With Roe versus Wade, but when when it comes to another issue that is a pro-choice issue. Mm-hmm. You have to get on the boat, or they'll throw you under the bus. Yep. So how how is this different than that? Well, there's no difference. I mean, you look you look at the vaccination, and you look at the vaccination. Everyone's I got um, the wife said that on YouTube it's echoing. And she said, yeah, now it's yeah. stopped. And I said, it's probably the government. I kid you not, yeah. uh, a few days ago, David and I were talking about how the... Now, I'm not for sure. I'm not going to... First of all, people, I don't know what Clyde's preference in political affiliation is, what he, who he does and doesn't like. So I'm not going to sit there and say it's, that this is a blue bashing party and all this. You know, so be it. And it's not. Yeah. You got the if Biden... You, if you went back Biden, to my history, like... Look, my my history is as blue as the shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> if you look at the you know, Biden Harris administration, you know, knocking on doors, and that's what me and David was talking about. Just briefly, nothing you know, long term, but just briefly, we were making a joke. I forgot how the joke was, but I said, "Dave, you gotta be careful," because I said the government may uh, come knock on your doors. Sure enough, the next day, supposedly this OG&E guy had to look. At my telephone pole, which is right in the north in the uh, northeast corner of my backyard, I just find that very odd. It's the government, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the older I get, the more I did. Like this whole look, this whole COVID thing has scared the sh- you know what out of me, man. Mm-hmm. For for a lot of reasons, and and this Delta variant. 
it's scaring me again. And they, they want to shut, like, Australia shut down the country again. They're in lockdown. Can you imagine if they tried to shut down this country again? It, if, and here's the thing now, I'm, of course, I'm not for sure if you saw this. I have to find it. I'm tempting just to use it as my, uh, my meme for anything that I want to use it for. There's a Delta Plus. I don't know what this Delta Plus is. I'm guessing Delta found a sib, uh, found a partner, and they felt the need to, to, um, I guess, make love and have Delta Plus. I really don't know. I don't know what this Delta Plus thing is, but um, nonetheless, um, but no, going back to that. So, rewind. If this country gets shut down. This would absolutely ruin, absolutely ruin what's left of the economy. Your Dude, cash dollar will be completely, your currency will be gone. Gone, and I don't know what the next step would be or replacement would be for that currency. Yeah, it's, it, it, well, currency is one thing, but the entire middle class would just, it, it'll collapse. Man. Well, you'll have your, you'll have your uppers, and then everybody else will fall, just fall below. Yeah, I mean, uh, the richest of the rich this year got way richer this year. Oh, 2020, they got so rich, man. Jeff Bezos got ridiculously rich in 2020. He almost doubled his, his net worth in 2020. And meanwhile, the rest of the middle class are struggling to stay mm-hmm. open and stay awake and stay afloat. And that just to me is gross. And then, and then he didn't pay any taxes. So we, we we're all gonna, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna, the middle class is gonna feel the brunt of this. And look, I don't want to get into a politics. I, well, no, I'm exactly. Not very smart. I'm not very no. smart at this. I, I drive a truck for a living. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I'll I'm not. Even, what, like, no. I, I I cannot. I, it's way more of a travesty to shut this country down yep. than. Then look, people are going to get sick, and 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 there are going to be issues where people will die from being sick. It just is. It it is what it is, and 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 I hate to say it like that, but you know what? The flu kills people every year, and 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 it kills kids. It kills kids at an un. Yeah. It, it kills kids at an unjustly. Uh, amount like uh, like, like, like me, me, it might it make me sick. My, my son got the uh, flu, H H one N one or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever strain it is. They they my my boys could die from that, but nobody shuts anything down over that. It's like you know, like schools don't shut down and they never wear masks. But this thing just feels. I don't know why it's. It's so politicized, and why it has to get to this point where they're like, okay, we're going to shut it off. No, and I'm not going to make this out of a... Um, and Wong Lam said, uh, he's the host of the Defining Moments podcast, he says that you are right. The question is, are you for freedom or suppression, freedom over fear? Um, and, and I'm not for sure if you've seen this video, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, you're just saying crap. No, actually, look it up. Look up Argentina forced vaccinations rooftop and you're going to go find it in argentina they're literally forcing they're literally well i ain't going to use the word that i was going to think of but they're practically 
ganging up on this. I'm up for, I think as a gentleman on top of his roof because he's not uh, wanting to get a vaccination. Long story short, you see these four guys or four people, I should say, I don't know if they're female, males, or what have you. These four Argentina flat out hazmat suits, two of them grabbing by his arms, two legs flipping out, all these countries. I'm telling you, these cunt, everybody is paranoid. Now, I'm not saying whether COVID is or isn't real, that is that's too and far between. But it's funny that everyone's literally paranoid, Clyde. Everyone's paranoid trying to get back to normal. So mentally, mentally, we're to the point that what do we got to do? What do we got to do to get back to normal? Get back to normal. Get back to normal. The interesting part is, and I find this very, and I got into a, not argument, but, you know, you got to love Twitter. Um, It's funny how you get two things. We've had AIDS and STDs, the the AIDS movement, big time, big time. We got to find a cure. We got to find a, you know, it's it's mind-boggling that we got a cure in less than four months or so for COVID, but we haven't utilized AIDS, HID, or HIDs, HIVs, and so on and so forth. Cancer being another one. And I'm sure that there is a vaccination for that. But, of course, you got to be way up on top to get that compared to the, you know, to us that make a living and still struggle from time to time as well. Yeah, uh, South Park did a very good uh, episode on HIV and how to cure HIV is like you have to put money on it. So like the the, the super uber rich, yep. they just have so much money that they can like they can pour money on themselves and and they will their HIV goes away. <laughs> I have to watch that one. Uh, it's it's a great it's a great one. I think it's got magic and Oprah in it. It's, Oh God! It's a good one. Yeah, you got to check it out. It's one of my favorites. It's like ten or fifteen years old, but they, they're it's, so relevant it's, to today. It's right? it's still exactly it, it. You can still put into this culture. Yep. Yeah, they're so they're so right on, man. Um, but no, I'm not yeah, trying to get into a political, you know. Yeah, I don't. And the people, a lot of people, get now. And I don't well, want people exactly, to get sick, no. but at the same time, you can't shut a country down, and and you cannot tell people they have to do something. No, you know. And, and I and I know there's a there's there's a huge faction of people that say like, well, if if you work, the NFL is a private entity, and if they tell you you have to get vaccinated, then you have to get vaccinated. Right. I I understand, I understand that, that, and I, I, I get that. that. And if it were if it were me, I would probably get vaccinated. To coach, to coach and the NFL, 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 I would do, I would it. do it. But as but a truck driver, truck driver, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get the vaccine. First of all, one of the questions they ask you when you get the vaccine is if you've ever had Guillain-Barre. And nobody knows what that is. Why well, about to ask you, what is that? I've had that. What is well, that? Oh, it's a... Uh, the way my neurologist told me it was, oh, it was ALS, ALS on steroids. Wow. Yeah. So it so it's the same symptoms as ALS. Mm-hmm. Lou Gehrig's disease. Right. Where your body just slowly like it it you just you just, you just uh, 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 paralyzed. Over a course of a long time, right? Your your fingers start going numb and your, your face mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, imagine, imagine that over the course, the course of two or three, three years. years happen in the course of two or three days. 
And that's wow. that's that's key. And I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. I've also, I've had, also had dengue and, and Zika virus. So it's from going to Honduras and getting bit by mosquitoes. Right. But and then and then I had the brain. And that is brutal. Brutal and and, and and there's and a there's a, there's a huge uh, spike in in Guillain-Barre cases right now, especially with the with the Johnson, Johnson vaccine. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is no joke, man. If you if you want to feel like you're dying, Guillain-Barre. It took me nine months to get over. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was brutal. How did you? Uh, find, I, I, what was the symptoms? Early symptoms of that before you found so that's what you had. So I got, so I got sick, sick on like a, like a Sunday. Sunday. I felt like I was, I was getting, getting sick. sick. You know how mm-hmm. that feeling is like achy and. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I'm getting sick. It's a bummer, you know. Like, oh man, I'm getting sick. And uh, I started to get sick on Sunday. On Monday, my fingers and my feet. You know the pins and needles feeling when your feet go numb. Unfortunately, yep. You know that feeling, right? Oh that, yeah. That happened in, in my feet and it just in my hands. Yeah, and they were like pins and needles. But that feeling never went away. So Monday it was like, oh I'm certainly I don't know what's going on weird. Uh, Tuesday my tongue went numb and my face started getting numb too. And uh, I was like, what the hell is it? Like I feel like I'm dying. I'm dying. So I stayed home. My, my hearing went. My hearing started getting weird too. It was like a like a blown speaker. In my ear. Wow. Yeah, like uh, like you're talking into a, a drive-through speaker box. Mm-hmm. And that started happening. Something's weird. Something's weird. Wednesday, I went to the urgent care. And I said, and I, I don't know what's know. going on, but this is these are my symptoms. And my leg, by this time, it was like all the way up to my thighs. And my feet were completely numb by this point. But the pins and needles were like higher up, like up in my thighs and my uh, and my hamstrings. And and my arms were going all the way up to my biceps. And I'm like, I, I don't know why. My hands are numb, I can't walk. I'm like having like a weird, weird uh, feeling. I don't know what it is. So I went to the doctor and they like, we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But they they x-rayed me and did some other you know, research and they were like, hey, if this keeps going, like come in the next day. Or go, go into the uh, hospital and we'll, we'll forward all of your information that we got today and we'll just forward it to them tomorrow or whenever you go in. So I was like, okay. So I went home. Lay down, down on the bed, bed and didn't get up for the rest of the day. Thursday, I texted, I texted my dad, dad in, in Utah. 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 Look, dad, dad. At like three, I like three in the morning, morning. I, I, woke I woke up, up and, I was, and I, was like, I was like, I can't move. Holy cow. I can barely man. move my fingers. And I, and I told my dad, I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I think I'm dying. I think, I think I'm dying, and I don't know how to even... I don't know, I don't what's, know going what's going on. on. And then I had to go. Then I had to go pee, right? So I <laughs> oh, got God. out of bed and I was going to walk to the bathroom. Dude, as soon as I got out of bed, dude, my foot hit the ground and and, and I like poured onto the floor. And I couldn't move, and I was there. And my wife, my little wife, was trying to pick me up. I'm like, 
I'm 275 right. pounds. You are not going to move me. You're not going to move me. And I'm, a, I'm on the third, so we have like a two-and-a-half-story house on the mm-hmm. top. And so I could move like my, my chest. I couldn't move my arms or my legs, but I could move my, my chest. So I so army crawled down the first step flight of stairs. All the way down the first flight of steps. Army crawled to the next flight of stairs. Got down, yeah, got down, got down into, into the garage, the garage. with all with my all mind, my, pulled myself, myself into my car, my, car, and my, wife's, my car. wife's car, and I had and her I drive me to the ER. Wow! And from that moment, dude, they came out and they they had, they were like, "Okay, just get into this wheelchair," and I'm like, "I'm not going to be able to get into the wheelchair. I can't right. even move my legs or my arms, right?" Right. And so they're trying to pull me into this wheelchair. I'm like, "Yo." <laughs> This ain't gonna, I, I, and they're like, help me. And I'm like, I can't move. Like, I literally cannot move anything. And so they, they had to bring out like a crane and pull me out of the car with like a, like a hand crane, like on right. wheels, but they move like engines and, and things around. So they, they hooked me up to this, pulled me out, and put me onto a cot. And there I sat for the next like three weeks. I was on that, on that cot. Yeah. And so they were like, uh, the ER doctor, he immediately was like, I think you have Guillain-Barre. That's, that's what we're going to, we're going to do some tests right now, but your symptoms are exactly Guillain-Barre. So they did like a, a spinal tap and apparently spinal taps are supposed to hurt, right? Or something. I don't know, right. but they did two spinal taps and I didn't feel a thing. That was completely paralyzed. Like, from from my neck at this point my my face hadn't gone numb yet but uh by friday or saturday i i I couldn't even blink my own eyes dude i couldn't open my mouth i couldn't talk i i couldn't do anything so my my whole body was completely paralyzed whoa yeah and uh there was a neurologist luckily there was a neurologist who was literally leaving the hospital that morning to go to Liberia to work on um, people who are also suffering from Guillain-Barre. I guess it was a big breakout of Guillain-Barre mm-hmm. in Liberia that week. And he was going to go there and treat them because it's so rare here that, you know, he was like, okay, we'll just go to, go there and treat them. But they fa- he found out that I was here and he canceled his trip or postponed his trip to Liberia for five days so he could, so he could treat me immediately in in the hospital and so yeah he's like well luckily we caught it when we did it didn't get to your heart because a lot of times like it 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 starts from your extremities and works its way to the middle of your body Mm -hmm. because that's where it's a it's a it's a syndrome where um your immune system attacks the sheath of your of your nervous system and there's like a like a mucous membrane that goes along your your, your nerves, mm-hmm. and I guess like there's a virus that connects to that sheath, and then your immune system it just attacks all of it. And so where the most nerve endings are are on on the tips of your fingers and your toes, and it and it kind of spreads out there and then works its way up like it's uh, less sheath. In, in the middle of your body. 
So it wants to attack where most of your nerve endings are, like your tongue, um, your eyeballs, and your and your fingers and toes, and then work its way up. So that's why those extremities, the the end, the tips of my fingers and, and toes, were attacked first because that's where most of the nerve endings are. Wow. And then, yeah, and then it works its way up. But once once the para, once you're paralyzed on your heart and your and your stomach it, it's almost like you you have to get intubated because your lungs your lungs get paralyzed and your heart stops and had i waited maybe another 24 hours it would have stopped my heart i would have died wow. so yeah so had this not happened here if i, if I would have been in honduras for example I may not have gotten the treatment that I needed, and who knows what would have happened. I'm sure you probably would have died down there. I'm sure. Yeah, if yeah, not, you would have been. Honestly and truly, I would have died if I were in Honduras. Wow. When that happened, or in Liberia, where there are people who are mm -hmm. dying, who yep. can't get, who don't have, and and the way they treated it, they gave me IgG bags, uh, immunoglobin treatment for mm -hmm. five days, like three three times a day for five days. And that puts like, um, I guess, antibodies in your system, and, and then your immune system leaves your uh, immune system or your uh, nervous system alone and goes and attacks that. And then at that point, then you have to regrow your nerve endings again. So there was a long, so I had to learn how to walk and talk again and blink my eyes and all all the things that you would. Uh, literally starting over from from scratch on how to walk like taking my first step i remember taking my first step and being like okay time to take a nap because it was so <laughs> brutal was i'm so sure I, well i'm sure it was yeah it's a wild it's a wild disease so but here's the thing there's been an outbreak of people with this syndrome after after the vaccine yeah, it's it's brutal, dude. Uh, there, was a, there was an NFL player that had it, not this year, but a couple of years ago. Uh, Travis Frederick, mm -hmm. center for the Cowboys. Right. He had Guillain-Barre, and that ended his career. Wow. Yeah, remember when he was out for the year? Yeah, years now ago? it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, that was Guillain-Barre, and that's what that's what ended his career ultimately. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, you may or may not know the question. Obviously, you may or may not know the answer, and that's definitely perfectly fine. Do you know by chance, let's just say you took, it doesn't matter, Johnson, Johnson, Moderma, um, Pfizer, what have you, whatever. I think that's all the three of them. Yeah. Do you know by chance, it, let's just say, you, for example, let's just say, oh, Clyde got the shot. Okay, cool, whatever. Do you know what may happen to you once you get the, it doesn't matter for first or second or is it just kind of hard to tell what the exact side effects would be? No, honestly, who does know that? Well, exactly. Like the, yeah, that's the that's the that's the secret, right? That's and that's what a lot of these guys who don't want to get the vaccine are saying. Like, look, dude, who knows what happens? You know, and 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 look, I, I didn't get Guillain Barre the day after I got a shot, or the day right, exactly. you know. It, it was like, they don't know where it came from. First of all, they have no idea where it came from. And and all of the doctors would come in and they would say, like, did you get the flu shot? 
That was the first question they asked me. When did you get your flu shot? When was the last flu shot you got? And, and every doctor, and trust me, I was visited by doctors, like they would make their rounds. They would come in like 20 doctors at a time. Like they would like hammer on me and, you know, test me and poke me with things. And like, can you feel that? Can you feel that? Can you feel that? Can you push on my foot? Or like push on my hand with your foot or something, you know, they would squeeze my fingers. And they're like, and you know, they would, they would come in and like take notes and they were always doing their rounds. So I, I took, and every single doctor that would come in, when was the last time you had a flu shot? Because that is a side effect of these vaccines, these flu shot vaccines. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I hadn't had my flu shot vaccine. The last flu shot I had was like eight months previous. Wow. So it's, it's one of those things like, why are all the doctors asking me if it, if it was from a flu shot for one? And second of all, if it was from a flu shot, why was it eight months ago? Mm-hmm. So, who knows when or if these side effects will come and and if and if and when they do come they're going to be and god forbid anybody has to go through that of course you know? absolutely right especially especially nfl players who like travis frederick might mm-hmm. have to retire mm. so you know these are the reasons why I feel like it's a pro-choice. It's a it's a choice thing, and, and and it's not as easy as like just go get the flu shot and stop being a baby about it. It's completely <laughs> safe. Like right. nobody can, you you cannot tell me that. Nobody can tell you that because first of all, we don't know. It, it's only been a couple of months since they've rolled this thing out. You know, I told Wong at lunch uh, a few weeks back or so that my personal opinion is I still think it's a placebo. I just think it's placebo to, to kind of calm the waters down, so on and so forth. And then I watched the video. I forgot who it was, but practically it was a, it was a congressman speaking to um, the Matt um, Pelosi practically saying, Hey, you guys want me to do what I'm, you know, legally duty to do come down here, speak about whatever matters are going on. At the same time, I got to wear a mask. He says, mask or vaccine? Vaccine or mask? What's the choice? I mean, what's what's the answer? And now they're back to the mask thing, you know. Uh, Nevada's, Nevada's doing the mask mandate again in Nevada. Again, I'm not getting to political thing here. I mean, that could be, you know, so many ups and downs and circles and, and all this, but you know, I, I'm one of probably millions here in this country, if not around the world, that someone's got to say something. What's the answer? Is it the vaccine, whether it's a placebo or whatever the crap it may be, or is it going to be the mask that, honestly, I can smell barbecue in that's right across from my office at Clark's Barbecue. And if you're from Oklahoma City, obviously, you know that um, area, but I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to even look. It's a pro-choice issue. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it should be, yeah. Choice. And look, if you're worried about me not being vaccinated, like, and you are vaccinated, what do you have to worry about? Well, that's the next point. Like, what, what are you worried about me for if you're vaccinated? 
shouldn't it be like I, I, I shouldn't be. I mean, I, and if you're vaccinated, that doesn't mean you can't get COVID still. That's another thing. Yeah, exactly. People are still getting COVID even though they have the flu, their, their, their vaccine. The vaccine really only mitigates the effects of this thing. It, it only keeps you from dying or being hospitalized. It doesn't keep you from getting COVID. And it, it, it does mitigate you. It does a prophylactic to getting COVID, for sure. It does keep you not necessarily not from getting it, but it, it, it keeps you from getting a lot of it. I guess I'd add on that. It gives you the antibodies. You can still get COVID. Well, that's why, you know... Well, exactly, and that's what they always say. It's ninety-five percent. You still get a five percent, if not more. Me personally, I think the risk of I still think you can get COVID. This Delta thing, whatever. I'm I don't know much about it. I can't really speak on it. But you know, well, another thing. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. Sorry, no, good. sorry. Um, all viruses will mutate, mm-hmm. and when and all viruses do this, this is not a new thing. Especially with these uh, SARS, like these COVID uh, viruses, they they mutate all the time. Every time. and when they when they mutate, it's easier to transmit, just like the Delta virus, the Delta variant, but it's way less deadly. So they, it gets it gets more um, transmissible, but it it's way less deadly. So, are we talking about life and death here, or are we just talking about people getting sick? Because we're all going to get we're, we're, yeah. as, as, as transmissible as this thing is. We're all going to be affected by it one way or another. But I think the deaths and, and, and going to the hospital are we can we, there's we have a lot of research now that shows that we can mitigate that with with first of all vitamin D, getting outside. Go outside. This lockdown is the, the, the dumbest thing you could have done. Yep. You have to get vitamin D. That's, that's one of the things that it's a hormone that keeps you from getting these viral uh, viruses, especially uh, uh, bronchial in, in the nose. And once it settles in your in your lungs, without vitamin D, the vitamin D protects you from from that setting in. I don't know the science behind it. I listened to the podcast. I know that's another one of those memes, right? Where you're sitting on the toilet, like anti-vaccine guy sitting on the toilet saying, like, look, I find more more doctors saying whatever. You have to you have to take in as much information as you can. And and the information that I have taken in and it all points to drinking being hydrated. Uh being trying to to lose weight, be less fat, mm-hmm. and and uh, get outside. Get outside. Vitamin vitamins, vitamins, hydration, hydration, sleep, yep, workout, yep. Those things help with with mitigating the effects of the disease. So I'll take my chances. I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm more willing to take my chances with COVID than, than, than taking the, uh, the, the vaccine. And that's just me. 
Well, absolutely. I mean, and, and people are like, well, you know, you, now you have, now you got, like you mentioned earlier in the show, is <clears throat> now you got the the people that has taken it. They're blaming the people that haven't. The people that haven't taken it is now making fun of the people that did take it. And now we're right back into this whole uh, this whole circle, this tornado here. We're just spinning up dust. That's eventually going to cause God knows what in the future. I mean, we may have a super war breakout. We may have all kinds of crap breaking out. And it's just my personal take, and then uh, we'll talk some college football real quick, is, <laughs> is uh, I just find it very odd. We are that, you know, no, you know, I'm not going to go start a political war here, but we're about to head into the midterms next year. The Democratic Party. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Republican. So everybody knows. I think I mentioned it a few shows down the road. But... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it just is where you're from, man. Exactly. But and so you got the Democratic Party. That's and not all of them, the Democrats are horrible people, but you know you got quite a bit of them. But anyways, but you got the party that's about to fizzle. Where we're heading into midterms now. All of a sudden, here comes here comes uh, you know Delta Delta Plus Delta variant Delta Airlines. You got you know whatever else that there is Delta wise. Not saying it's true or not true. I just. You know, Clyde, it's just odd. Uh, but the lockdowns won't help. Yeah, if we lock down, it's game over, dude. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to even say, man. I, I just I just hope we don't shut down the country again. That would be the biggest mistake that we could ever make. My, my personal opinion is that, look, this is a pro-choice thing. If you want to get vaccinated, if, or if you have to get vaccinated, that's on you, dude. Yeah, I, I would never, I would never tell anybody like one way or another. Like, if you don't want to get vaccinated, cool. If you do oh, want to get, if you are vaccinated, also cool. But no, I mean, I'm my wife is vaccinated. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not, I didn't tell her yeah. like, don't go get vaccinated. Right. She's like, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to go get vaccinated. Like, okay, great. Like, if you feel like that's what you should do, by all means, go get vaccinated. I'm not going to tell you not to, but I'm not going to do it because, first of all, I've, I've, had do- I've had doctors tell me, if you don't feel comfortable, don't do it because of your history with Guillain Barre. So that's my, that's my personal choice. Look, that's a choice. And and these people that you know and, and look who's the pro-choice people in this country? It's it's not the right, no. honestly. No, exactly. The pro the pro-choice people are, are is the blue party. Yep. It's always been that way. But it feels a lot like the pro-choice folks in this matter are on the right. Mm-hmm. And 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 the and the pro-vaccine and and militantly militant pro-vaccine people. There are militant pro, pro-vaccine people. And they're all on the left, it feels like. And it just is like... Are we in upside-down land? I don't understand this concept. Like, how, how is this different than pro-choice? 
I, I look. It's a choice that you you can you either you either get it or you don't. Yep. And if you don't, and or if you do get it, what are you afraid of me for? Well, and that's you know. Because you you're vaccinated, right? So you, you it's like you have a shield on. Like why why are you why are you worried about me? And and well, people are attacking Cole Beasley. And and I always point to Cole Beasley because it's like he's almost taken this like for the team. And I, I think that he pretty much has, team. yeah. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins too has come out and said yeah. like I'm not getting vaccinated. But look, dude, we shouldn't have to ask one way or the other if you're vaccinated or not. It, it it's a it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't want to get vaccinated because he feels like, uh, you know, he he his uh, first of all he can fight it off because he's young. <laughs> And he's thin, you know, he, 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 he's not in a high-risk group. No, not even close. And if he gets sick, dude, they're going to – it's not like he's going to infect everybody on his team. I don't – this is so weird. This this close contact, too, there's a lot of close contact folks. Like, but they don't test positive, but they were in close contact with somebody. So if you're in close contact but you're vaccinated, then you're in the clear – but if you're in close contact and negative still, mm-hmm. negative, testing negative for COVID, but you are not vaccinated, you are essentially put on like the COVID list. Like you can't play. Yep. And, and that's what happened last year with Drew Locke, right? And, and the quarterback yep. situation in the quarterback room. One, one, one player tested positive. The other four players or the other three or whatever it was were in close contact. They all of them tested negative. None mm-hmm. of them have COVID, but they all had to sit out that game. Yep. And how does that make sense? I, I just don't understand that. Like, if, if you're negative, you're negative, right? Last time I checked, that's what that means. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's such a weird. I don't know why it's so weird. I don't know why it's so weird, man. But it is. It's weird. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm. Don't cough that close to me, baby. I'm not. I'm not vaccinated. Coughing like that, that close to me, guy. I don't think we're six feet apart either. We're not six feet. I need you to step back farther, Clyde. Okay. I need you. My head hurts. I need you to step back. Um. Sir, I need you to wear your mask. Um, I'm sure mine's somewhere. It's probably thrown away by now. But anyway, <laughs> no, like we could actually go on. I, I got so many, yeah, let's, let's so, so many stories. The pro choice issue. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, it's. I could go on and on and on about my own thoughts, and people probably after a while the this live stream will go from whatever many I got now to zero, and people are like, yeah, we're done. Um, but no, nonetheless, it's definitely right, <laughs> now stuff like this. I enjoy talking, but nowadays, you know, unfortunately, which is sad, but people get offended pretty quick or quick to judgment. And uh, yeah, it's are, like, right. yeah, dude, get Keon Beret and tell me what you feel like. Or actually, yeah. I take that back, do not get it. That, that sucks. And well, yeah, I'm sure it does, yeah. There's going to be a lot of folks that get Guillain-Barre 
that they can attribute to these vaccines. I think it's once all is said and done, uh, you're going to see a lot of people. And here's a good thought for you, and then we'll leave it at that, kind of make your mind blow here. What if the vaccination is actually the Delta? That wouldn't shock me either. I mean, I just, it's just food for thought. I have no proof behind that. It's just yeah. whatever. I don't think it is, but I mean, it's a natural thing for uh, viruses to, to mutate. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's gonna happen. We we everybody knew that this was gonna happen. That it, the the virus was gonna mutate, and it was gonna be easier. It's gonna be very very contagious, but very but less deadly, much less deadly. So as these this delta plus and the gamma and whatever it comes next, it's gonna be less and less and less lethal. And that's part of that's part of the evolution of viruses. And I'm not a doctor. Don't quote me on this. Yeah. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> Everything that I've heard and, and read and and, and uh, researched has showed that, that that's what happens. I would hate to be a doctor. Man, I couldn't do it. I know. Couldn't do it, man. Speaking of mutating, changing subjects yeah. for all you non-vaccinating people and vaccinated people that don't want to talk politics or what have you. College football is mutating pretty quick and it's probably about the talk of the town, especially here in Oklahoma. And oh, right yeah. yeah, oh man, dude, it's like the talk of the town. Um, of course, I listen to the local sports station. I ain't going to say which one because I don't want them to, you know, get any bad vibes towards them in case they may oh, say I, I something that's associated one. with it. <laughs> I know who I you listen to. <laughs> I listen to the other station. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to 1049, the fan up on my app, though. 1049, you mean? 1493. I don't care whatever it is. Oh, 1049 yeah. hits, I think, Wild FM or something. Into my, not that it's programmed into my radio or anything. I just got the app. I don't know what it says. 104.3. <laughs> <laughs> one of four nine. I'll go with one of four nine. But no. Okay. Um, you're, no, you're good. Um, but anyway, your thoughts on the where the college football world is? Are we getting to the point that, of course, with the addition of the NIL, some people like it, some don't. Uh, had some college athletes come on the show last week. Dartin uh, Tinsley and Darrell Branch, and uh, definitely from Branch's standpoint, helped me out more understand the transfer portal and all that good stuff. Do you think we're going to see massive super conference, mega conferences, whatever the crap you want to call them in college football? And do you think eventually, cause I know they keep talking about it and I could, I think eventually we're going to see it, but do you think we, we're going to finally get away from the NCAA in regards to the SEC kind of have their own league type of thing? That's a good question. Uh, yes. So I think so too. Yeah, I do, and I, I do see like the super conferences. Yes. Yep. And and do you think it has a lot to do with this transfer portal? What's, like uh, how easy it is for for players to transfer now that Oklahoma and Texas want to get into the SEC to yep. keep players from transferring to the SEC. Mm-hmm. I think a lot has to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, the SEC has. It's like the major leagues. 
of the entire college football world, right? If the SEC is the strongest conference by far, top. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And if you can get to the SEC, you you can get drafted to the NFL. So, being from the Big Ten, you want to get to the SEC. Mm-hmm. If you can transfer to an SEC team like Mississippi or Mississippi State or wherever, you have a better chance of going to the NFL to the next to taking that next jump from the SEC than it is from 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 the Big Twelve. So. I wonder if, if go for Oklahoma and Texas to go to the SEC keeps their players in house and 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 kind of mitigates some of that uh, uh, transfer portal. You know, and of course, it definitely. It's all, we all get the point. Oh, well, they're going for money. Well, no shit, Sherlock. We all knew that. Yeah. I mean, money talks. I mean, doesn't matter if it's coaching jobs or our own jobs. I mean. If I'm gonna get more money doing the same thing, guess what? I'm gonna go bounce out. I mean, but <clears throat> depends on the you know situation. But now you look at Oklahoma and Texas. I know the 11 a.m. kickoff for Oklahoma was a bummer, but uh, I think oh they you know 11 a.m. kickoffs. You know OU had like the most of them. Well, you know Nebraska and OU is this year is their 50th year anniversary, and Joe Castiglione, the athletic director of Oklahoma. And including myself and really everybody, I think, thought that OU Nebraska was going to be a seven o'clock prime time kickoff. You know, fifty year anniversary. It's OU Nebraska, first time they met since they were in the Big Twelve, and that's been years now, a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. But then they then Fox picks it up, and it's an eleven o'clock kickoff. <laughs> oh, so they're not eliminating the actual kickoff. From the no, game. not yet. Oh, anyway. you, you never know. About, I thought you took. They were taking the kickoff out of the game. Well, like, you know, <laughs> you know, eventually he very well may. <laughs> I just about fell out of my chair, dude. Uh, yeah. No, eventually, I'm sure. You never know. You may have that one person that's going to get hurt really bad, and they may take it out. I think they should, honestly. I think they should take the kickoff. Out of it. You very rarely do you see kickoff returns. Yeah. And here's another thing, man. The safety thing with the NFL and, and, and college Yo. football. You're going to tell me you want all your players vaccinated, but you're still going to have a kickoff? Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're not worried about safety, you're not worried about safety if you still have a kickoff game. If you kick off a game to start a game, you're not worried about safety. Where and it goes back to and, and not to bring this whole thing back up, but it goes I'm back to, to do that. No, you're good. That. No, but it's true though, because you got the referees that touch the football. Well, has a referee been vaccinated? Well, no. Okay. Well, that makes no sense. Now you got the ball boy, you got the water girl, you got the towel boy, you got this person, the chain gang. People forget about the chain gang. Don't forget about the chain gang. You know, you got the chain gang. Then you go to Walmart, and you got the the, the um, plexiglass. Well, you still got the baggers, and they don't have baggers anymore. But at grocery stores, you still got baggers. Are they vaccinated? Are I mean, are they sick? Do we know they're sick? They're touching your items. I, I... <laughs> it's so much hypocrisy, dude. It's so weird, like how how much hypocrisy and how much yeah. like just pseudoscience there is. 
if if we were consistent down the line, like, well, we don't do this because we don't do this, mm-hmm. and 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 A equals B, then it would be a lot easier to accept some of these things that we're doing. But you have to wear a mask to your chair in a restaurant. But once you get to your chair, you can take your mask off because mm-hmm. the virus doesn't affect you if you're eating. Like, what are we doing? This is there's so much hypocrisy. It's so weird. And and that's the biggest thing, right? Is for me, yeah. is that these things do not add up. You, you talk about safety, and then oh well, we were doing this in the name of safety. Like no, you. If anything, the NFL. No, you're not. Don't don't lie to us. Yeah. You've been doing so. You've been you've been tearing people up for so long, and and making them. You've been killing people. Mm-hmm. Your sport, the sport of the sport of football, has literally been killing people for decades, and you're and and you're not really doing anything about it. Ultimately, you're not really doing much about it. You're doing a lot, you know, like changing helmets, but you're still doing the same things, kicking off. Like you know, that's where a, a huge chunk. Of of the of the injuries are coming from are on kickoffs. Yep. I saw I saw an NFL game. The Broncos uh, opened up a season one year against the uh, Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. and there was a kickoff. Uh, Kevin Everett was the guy's name. Wow. And he yep. remember that game? Yeah. Paralyzed. Yep. And I I felt sick, man. I watched that game, and I just remember, like that dude may never walk again. Over a kickoff, dude. Mm-hmm. And he never played another down. I'm, thank God, I think he walks now, but it's not easy. I'm sure it's not good. Yo, Kevin Everett, his whole life is yeah. changed. You know what I mean? And and it's over. Like, why not just eliminate that whole thing out of the game? Just, just, just cut yep. it out. Start the hey. You get to start the ball. You get to start off at the twenty-five. Game game on. That, and if you really, 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 really cared about safety, you would you would cut that whole play out of the game completely. But I mean, I understand, I get it. There, you got to have onside kicks at the end of games and things like that. But there are ways to go around that. You can, you can, you can. There's so, like uh, the fourth and fifteen. Have you heard about that uh, uh, rule? A proposal, the fourth and fifteen rule proposal. I I think you get the ball at the thirty yard line or thirty five somewhere on your side of the field. So you get one play uh, after you score a, a touchdown. Let's say it's within two minutes or something like that. If you're inside of two minutes in the fourth quarter, you get a you get to have one snap from the uh, thirty yard line. Let's say it's the thirty. Right. And the down is fourth and fifteen. Okay, so you get a you get a timed play from fourth and fifteen, and if you pick up if you convert the fourth and fifteen, you get to keep the ball from that spot, and then you get to move on, and then you can uh, try to score from there. Wow! So if you but if you don't convert, obviously it's fourth down. The other team takes over the ball, and then whatever the game probably is over at that point, right? That to me makes the most sense. 
Why, if you really, really cared about safety, you would do something like that. There's, there's, there's plenty of, of good rules that you can implement. That would be inter- it. Would be interesting to see that time down, right? That fourth and fifteen down. Mm-hmm. It would be cool, but you know, it's not about player safety. It's about money. And you said it. You said it best with with the. Uh, Yep. With the uh, mutation of, of college football, it's all about money, man. Yep. It has absolutely nothing to do with player safety. And and if it doesn't have anything to do with player safety, why not pay them? Make them pay mm-hmm. athletes because they make they make a whole lot of money for their universities, and you're not paying them. And and so I think it's a I think it's a great thing that college athletes are getting paid. I think it, it's it's gonna look weird. It's gonna, it's gonna make the it's gonna make college sports look very, very weird. Yes, it will. But it has to happen because these players are risking their lives, and college football players especially, because they mm-hmm. they have to go on a they have to run down on kickoffs too. If they get hurt, if 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 Kevin Everett was playing for Buffalo University instead of the Buffalo Bills. He doesn't get anything for that. He he loses his his he loses everything. He loses his whole life to run down and, and cover a kickoff, and, and he can't get paid. He can't he can't have paid sponsorships. He can't get paid for his likeliness like likeness on on uh, EA Sports game or whatever. Give me a break, man. The, the you're. College athletes, college players are, are dying too. Mm-hmm. They're getting CTE too. So, I mean, if you're willing to do that, and, and God bless them for doing it, but at yep. the same time, they're playing for you so they can make some money. You don't go to Clemson because you think that you like Clemson. You go to Clemson because you can make it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. You want to go and you want to win championships and you want to, you want to be a part of a team and you want to go and you want to you want to further you want to play football at the next level. Clemson is not your final destination. You you have you have your eyes set on the NFL. Yep. If you go to Clemson, right? So and look another thing they've been paying their athletes forever. Like, well, this of course. is not a new thing. No. Let's just the cat's out of the bag. Let's just let's just let's make just, it official. Yeah, let's pay. That's him. all it is. Yeah, pay Eric Dickerson. <laughs> pay, uh, pay these guys. Pay these players to play for you. And and in Oklahoma and Texas, and that's why yeah. they're moving to the SEC because they know that you can recruit players. Like, look, you're going to the SEC to play football for the University of Texas. You're going to be in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much money you're going to make from dealerships or whatever. You're going to drive the nicest car. You're going to drive a Mercedes while you play at the University of Texas. Yep. Because all of our players have a lease with the local Mercedes dealer. And all of our players roll Mercedes or whatever, right? This is a recruiting tool. It's a a tool to keep players in-house, in my opinion, and to recruit players going into the future. And not to say that they can't do that in the Big 12, but this is 
the the best teams in in college football are in the SEC. Well, if, you, if you want to yeah. recruit the best players in the country, you're going to be in the SEC. Well, absolutely. I think that's what a lot, you know, besides the money part, let's be honest, Lincoln Riley, of course, you know, Texas has gone through, gone through uh, head coaches like it's nothing, but now Steve Sarkeesian's um, in there. But you're looking at Oklahoma, <clears throat> even for example, Lincoln Riley knows in order to get the best defense alignment, something they haven't had in quite some time, he knows where they go. And guess what? The best yeah. ones, they want to play that good football in the, in the SEC. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. you know. How can we how can we get those t- recruits away? Because now Lincoln Raleigh can come in here and and say to you know Mister Mister Smith, hey Mister Smith, you know I know you got those offers from Alabama's and the Georgias, but think of it this way: now you can start. You won't be backing up. Now a five star recruit instead of going to Alabama, he goes to Oklahoma. And guess what? Oklahoma's now a big big time um, team again. But it's all about the money. And like you said, the SEC is by far the best uh, college football conference that there is. I mean, I don't know. There's nobody that can compare to them. So, I mean, besides the NFL, the well, SEC is Oh, yeah. And it opens up a whole new look. You can go into Florida now and recruit. Yep. You, you, as, as Lincoln Riley, you can go into Alabama and recruit. Alabama you now. You can go yeah. to South Carolina, and North Georgia, Carolina. You can go Louisiana. to these. Uh, yep. Like, you would have to you would have to uh, uh, snipe some of these players out of Texas. Like Texas was their big recruiting yep. spot, right? You, you still have Texas. You can still go into Texas and recruit, but now you can go to Louisiana, mm-hmm. Florida, Georgia, uh, Alabama, some of these these other states where Oklahoma wasn't was kind of an afterthought for some of these recruits. Now they're going, oh, I can go to Alabama or I can go to Oklahoma and come home and play Georgia every year. Or Florida every year, like I, I don't, I don't have to stay at Georgia and play anymore uh, in the SEC. Now I can go to Oklahoma and still be and still be close to home. The government, there's, there's siphon. yeah, <laughs> they're siphoning. Exactly. in. Yeah, they're like, hey, you, you better say something. You better not say anything about ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> No. <laughs> I I put ivermectin on by the way. Cow dewormer. I've got some of that. Do you? I rubbed it on my arms. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my stepdad my stepdad owns a, a a huge dairy. And so they have this ivermectin stuff that they rub on cows to deworm them. And it's shown very effective at um, mitigating the effects of COVID. Wow. So, yeah, my mom, it's like a, it's like in a big, like, two-gallon bottle. Mm-hmm. And so we just took some, put, put a little bit on our arms, and it just, like, shoots like, in from your arm. Wow. It's topical. 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 Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You, you better not say anything about it. No. Because the gun, the government, government will come and take your guns. That's what they. That's what they're trying to do. People don't realize that. Good luck trying to do it, though. Yeah, I, I don't want to go down that. That's a whole another podcast, brother. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Your early thoughts when heading into the preseason. Um, obviously, all I'm doing is listening on an app of 104.3 and whatever Denver Post. <clears throat> How's the actual quarterback situation going? You got Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I know they keep saying it's even Steven, but is it legit even Steven? Or are we just going to run with it and see what happens? No clue, man. No clue. Like, there's, there's not a consensus at all. Like, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't hear one, one, one person says, "Oh, Drew won the day." The other one says, "Teddy won the day." To me, I have no clue. The only way we're gonna know is when they, when they strap mm-hmm. it up on September whatever twelfth. Yep. And we see who's under center. So I don't know, and I honestly don't care who wins. Uh, I'll support either one. I'm, I, I, I want the best for either one of them. Well, of course, absolutely. Or both of them. Because that the ship has sailed on on on, on uh, having uh, a different quarterback. Having, in here. having uh, a twelve. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get a Rod. We're not going to get Deshaun. <laughs> not, not this year. No, Deshaun. I, I politicked all offseason, right? Like, my time for politicking and, and talking about who the quarterback should be, mm-hmm. we should change the quarterback, all of that, I, I I can't say it anymore. Like, I, it's over. It's over. All, that, all that's all over. That's over. Uh, we have who we have, and now we have to just support who we have. And, and let's hope – let's hope they uh, – I, I hope that Drew Locke wins the job, and I hope he does a good job. I, I hope he is the best version of Drew Locke that is possible. And and if he's not, let's hope Teddy is. I do know one thing. Regardless of who it is, they got this year to prove it, and then next year, I think we start from scratch all over again. <sighs> yeah, it's a uh, – who knows, man, right? Uh, coach is on his last year. Yep. Vaughn is on his last year. Yep. Uh, this is the last year for Drew. Uh, quarterback is mm-hmm. that's on his last year. Uh, who else? Oh, the K Jack, all the coaching staff, Elway and Ellis. Elway and Ellis is yeah. Last year. Yep. Uh, I would have hoped they would have tried to. To go out and upgrade that position, um, because of how significant this last year is, and you know it's the end of an era. Yep. I I, I hope it's the era of suck that's over for the Broncos, but 2021 is the end of an yep. era, and 2022 starts a new era. And what and that what looks that like, who knows? But it, it will be with new ownership. Mm-hmm. It will be with new coaching staff, maybe, probably. Front management besides uh, yeah, all, front all office that's besides gonna uh, George Payton. Yeah, George Payton. He's we're gonna next year is the is the beginning of a whole new era in Broncos football. Yep. And I would have liked to have seen this team go out kicking and screaming, in the famous words of John Elway, right? Mm-hmm. Going out kicking and screaming, and. Let's hope uh, Teddy and, and or Drew can kick real hard and scream real loud because that's ultimately we're only going to go as far as those as as, as Vic Fangio and Drew Locke will take us. And uh, so far, the jury being out, 
I, I'm not sold. But we're zero and zero, and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm willing to support them at this point. So I don't know who's going to win. I I know it is a competition. It's 100%. It's a competition. It is a full on competition for the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos. And, uh, you know, there, there, who, if, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, I think it's a great thing. Uh, last year we anointed, uh, Drew and it didn't work out for him. Uh, this year we're, we're lighting a fire under the seat and, 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 Word around the campfire is that he's he's stepping up a little bit. So obviously that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I will say I, I love seeing what PS2 is uh is doing. He's looking good. He's looking he's so good for a rookie. Dude, he looks like he looks like Champ Bailey, bro. Oh, absolutely. It, like he looks like. Remember in Madden when you could take an existing player and add yep. coaches and yep. give him five pounds and and kind of like boost him up a little bit, yep. you know? Like, hey, we're going to move him to safety. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. It's like if you went into to existing Champ Bailey and and added two inches and gave him five more inches on his arm length. That that kid is sick, dude. He's no, that dude's looking. I, I can't wait to see him play. Oh, I can't either. That kid's looking good. Yeah, he looks cool, and he's just a good kid too. He's just going to be real easy to root for. I love it. Those are the kind of bricks that I love. I love that he's a Denver Bronco. That's so cool. And and right there, and I, and I bet you, I, I bet you that uh, PS2 was definitely part of the trade. Uh, Bar, uh, the trade offer for Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, maybe it's a good thing that Green Bay said no. Uh, hey, I'll take uh, I'll take PS two for three four years until his rookie contract's up. Bro, that kid he's gonna he's gonna be a max deal guy. Oh, by one far. of those players, like, yeah. You know, you're like, where would you like your farm, sir? Would you like your farm in southern yep. Denver or north Denver, or would you like? <laughs> we have a farm. We have two hundred and eighty-five thousand acres in in Wyoming mm-hmm. that we could we could offer you. We are going to give that kid the farm, dude. And and good for him. And good for the Broncos. We need players like that. Well, yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh. You know we have we have really good Justin Simmons, dude. We got him locked up. Garrett Bowles, bro. Who's majorly? He's a great teammate, dude. If you go into a you want to go into a fight into an alley, you want Garrett Bowles on your side. You want Garrett Bowles with you in that dark alley, because I promise you, Garrett Bowles is a kicking and screaming guy. Oh, absolutely. I love that kid. He's he's just he's he's a fantastic teammate, and we've got him locked up. We've got Justin locked up. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have PS two locked up, and we have Chubb locked up. We're gonna get him locked up next year. Yep. And uh, let's hope, let's hope we get Cortland Sutton locked up. Well, that's, that's the key a, right there. That's a hell of a group of players, and and, and Jerry Judy. And Ooh, Noah Fant. And no, if, dude, the Denver Broncos have a if nice Drew little, can improve nice this year, car, if Drew can improve, I'm telling you, this team can do something. 
But we're only as good as you mentioned. We're only as good as that quarterback is. And the coach. Well, that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm also not sold on Vic Fangio. So let's hope Vic. No. Yeah. Vic needs to get it. Vic needs to get it together. Man. So yeah, there's a, it's a, there's a lot of optimism, man. It, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling very optimistic right now. It's a, it's a good time to be a Broncos mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I'm and definitely not just because it. of the wins and losses. It's a, uh, it's fun to be a Broncos fan because we have Broncos that are fun to root for. Um. Dalton Reisner, Lloyd Kujanberry yeah. on the offensive line. We got uh, that one kid that likes to uh, – I can't think of his name. Miners? Yes. Uh, Miners. Yeah, he, he's cool too, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like where we're going. No, I like where we're going, hopefully. I, I love it, man. I can't, I, I can't wait to root for the Broncos this year, man. I, I, I feel more – like I haven't felt optimistic going into a, a season like – August, what are we, August 4th or 5th right now? 4th, I don't yep. even know what day it is. August 4th. I haven't oh. felt this excited for uh, a start of the season since 2015. Be about right, yeah. Yeah, tw- 2015 was the last time I was like, okay, we. I feel like we're going to go in here and, and, and win. Like We have a real good team and a, a team that yep. we're going to – it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, this is probably the first year that I felt like this – going into a season since then. No, I'm with you on that one. I think that's about right. Yeah. Right on, man. What else do you want to talk about? Dude, real quick, what's going on? What's your thoughts on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA? Russ West, Russell Westbrook uh, going to L.A. Carmelo's going to L.A. You practically got all these which Carmelo, I'm not too much of a threat on, but you got all these all-stars going to L.A. Are we back to <laughs> – is this, this is the new norm for the NBA, just having these super teams here? Is it a super team? No, it's a bunch of egos. That's not. I don't know how this team's going to work out either. You got LeBron that needs other big-time players to succeed, which we all know that, but yeah. – Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is a super team. Um, I know a lot of people want to play with LeBron. I, it, look, I don't know why people are sleeping on playing with Joker with Jokic. Well, exactly. Jokic is, man, I don't. You know, everybody's. He, we the Denver Nuggets get so uh, disrespected. I don't know what the word is? Eh, disrespected, yeah, but maybe just slept on. You know, like people just forget that Jokic is probably the best team player in the in NBA right now. He may well, he raises yeah. all points. He just is like all we need is is one or two free agents like that to come sign in Denver. And dude, we could win a championship here. Uh, Jokic is a guy that you could build around, and and I don't know mm-hmm. why players don't want to come play with him. But I guess they're lost. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you know, I got nothing against. Russ and what he, you know, but my thing is, I just don't understand what's special about LeBron. I get LeBron, it's LeBron James, LeBron James, but man, that's good. That's an old team. You got Anthony Davis, I think, in his mid 30s. Um, 
Uh, LeBron. I think he's only like 28 or 29. Is he? Yeah, he's super young. He's super young. Now, LeBron's definitely getting up there. Yeah. He feel like he's been in the league forever. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a baller, dude. Yeah, he's he's still LeBron, though. There's he's still he's still LeBron. He hasn't well, shown any signs of slowing down, dude. Did you see Space Jam two yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to know? You want to know this, the God's honest truth? Mm-hmm. We went we went to the movies. I took my boys to the movies. I guess it was a couple of weeks ago now. And I was like, can we go watch Space Jam? Let's go Space Jam. Let's go watch Space Jam. Let's just check out Space And they all wanted to watch that baby. Uh, a a boss, boss Baby? baby. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, we're going to go watch Boss Baby. Right boss now. Baby. <laughs> so we went and watched Boss Baby, guy, over over uh, Space Jam. Over LeBron. <laughs> I got some kids. I don't even know. I, I, I don't know what I did wrong, man. I tried. I tried. I have tried everything I can, <laughs> but they're like, I don't even like basketball. Dad. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't want to watch that, that nonsense. We want to watch basketball, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we watched it. It, was, it wasn't bad. I mean, no, it wasn't bad. Oh, wasn't. which one? Um, well, both of them. Both. Yeah. Oh, you watched both of them. Which one would you rather go and see? Space Jam. Right? Come on, man. Well, just to see how it was compared to the original one. Gotta, yeah, you gotta. Man. The original one still beats the new one. I got, and it's nothing personal against LeBron. It's just I thought overall been better. I thought it'd be better anyway, but it just it just wasn't up there. Yeah, I mean, you're you're. It's hard to beat the original, man. You can't, but MJ's the OG. You're not gonna beat that, but. It's also Boss Baby 2. Space Jam 2 or Boss Baby 2? I'm going with Space Jam. Come on. But not my boys. Nope. It's Boss Baby. All right, everybody. Uh, I guess that wraps up this episode of Air Raid Podcast. Um, I don't know the sponsors, but if we do have sponsors, go check them out. Go... Get your oil changed at that place that sponsors the show because that'll be good. And or eat their fries. I don't know who sponsors the show, but whoever does, um, go check them out. Probably good people. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Check you later. Peace. Well, I don't know what uh, exactly happened there, but uh, nonetheless, well, nonetheless, uh, Clyde Diesel, Clyde the Diesel Man. Uh, great, great having Clyde on, and nonetheless, <clears throat> excuse me, it's that time. So, what else to there to talk about, real quick? If you guys are just joining in, uh, listen to us, uh, practically on any major podcast platform that there is, watch us on the live stream, uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Twitch. And uh, if you want to come on the show, just let me know on air with Mike on Twitter. In the meantime, you guys have a wonderful rest of your hump day, Wednesday. And uh, we are going to uh, 
Sign off. Until then, take care, and I'll see you guys on the other end.